the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Thursday. I hope it finds you well out there. It's going to be another great day here in the Valley of the Sun. Kind of warming up. Going to be a nice weekend. Uh, get out there and enjoy it. Uh, I know Jason can use some warmth today. Uh, yeah, the. The, the heater uh, doesn't want to cooperate, but he, he's all bundled up. He's looking all, all cozy up there on the front range. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And uh, we had GDP uh, out today. It was Way better than, than expected, uh, and we were expecting a, a pretty good number to begin with. Uh, when the numbers came out, I thought, "Uh oh, well, this is this is gonna end talk of rate cuts and and uh, probably drive down gold." And, and the exact opposite has happened, as maybe a little disbelief. Uh, creeping into the numbers. That seems to be the pattern lately. A lot of numbers that people are like, eh, that, that number, there's something that doesn't quite look right. But again, the big, big number in government. Jason, the amount of money being spent by the federal government. Uh, we're, we're talking about adding uh, over a half a point of GDP uh, just on government and an increase in government spending alone, uh, driving it in, uh, another big increase, health care cost. So spending on health care plus government spending, uh, Jason, if you take out those two categories, all of a sudden, you know, GDP is like 2%, uh, and then inventories. Inventories, you know, normally fourth quarter inventories, you know, it's Christmas, right? So the, the, the shelves empty out, right? So you, you third quarter inventories, you know, stores add inventory, and then, you know, the Christmas comes and the inventory goes down, at least in the number. They said inventories didn't go down at all. That added 1% to GDP, uh, and then the other big add was was trade, exports. Um, uh, We're shipping out a lot more. That one actually made sense to me. We're shipping out a lot more crude uh, than we've had in the past. And uh, orders seem to be slowing down, right? Retailers were saying, hey, orders are slowing down. So that that added uh, about four-tenths. And then consumer spending uh, picked up the rest rest of it. But yeah, 3.3% GDP, obviously down from... You know, five percent of the previous quarter, uh, but but uh, I think the highest estimate was two and a half, and I thought two to two and a half yesterday. The highest was two and a half, uh, but nobody cared about any of those numbers. I just gave them all to you. Nobody cared. 
inside of that, there was some inflation data, and uh, that was a tick lower. How's that? A, a, a tick lower than, than the third quarter, and that's all anybody wanted to hear, Jason. I just think back to when Barack Obama was president, and he couldn't get two. <laughs> Every single quarter, one, 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 and oh, it's a re- we're recovering. It's recovering. Well, now we got these big numbers today, the last two quarters, and it doesn't feel like uh, we're doing well either. You know, so it's, uh, GDP is starting to become a number that I don't think really reflects how the economy is working anymore. It's, uh, I think they've rigged their way around it, Joe, because you would think that America's doing great uh, off the last two quarters, wouldn't you? I was, you know, hey, this is this well, is good stuff. Right, right. And everyone throw a party. Uh, you, you definitely wouldn't be talking about rate cuts and financial problems with the bank. By the way, we're going to update that. The Federal Reserve uh, not liking the amount of money being borrowed uh, through that facility. They, they've reaffirmed March 11th, the bailout facility, the bank bailout facility will close on March the 11th, of course, that's the one that's been skyrocketing higher, 162 billion. Apparently, of course, you know this is this is how the real banking works. The Fed had set it up to where the banks that borrowed not only would they overpay for their treasury notes or their mortgage-backed securities or or whatever else it may be. Not only did they they overpay for those things, but they allowed for the banks to make money on the differential, on the interest rate. In other words, the Fed was overpaying them on, on interest. I don't know how it all worked, but today they closed that loophole. And said, okay, no more, you you can borrow if you need to, but you can't borrow and make money at the same time. So I'm expecting uh, that bailout facility program, uh, remember we were talking about it, the rate they were going, it was going to be 200, 250 billion. We're probably going to see that slow down now, Jason, because at least the Fed... uh, stop giving banks free money. Uh, And again, it's a way to cover it up. Hey, you need money. Come borrow it. We're going to overpay and we'll let you make some more money. So maybe you'll need less money later. They closed that loophole this morning. Yeah. Well, as you said, that that it was spiking, right? They're they're closing it down to March and it's spiking. So, and we know that the cash left in the reverse repo is coming to an end. So that's whatever reserves at the other banks that are a little more stable, that's coming to an end. So you might... I guess they just want to yeah. they want to close the spigot. I guess, right, Joe? We'll see what Turn happens. Turn it then, off. Right? Turn it off. Let's see what happens. Patriot News Hour. Joe and Jason will be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason on this Thursday. Quick look in at the market. The Dow's up. Uh, so I'm a little surprised again. You know, with that huge GDP number, right? Three point three percent. Uh, you would think uh, the Dow would probably be down. The 10-year note would be spiking. It's the exact opposite. And again, like I said, a lot of, I don't call it sand it, in that GDP number, recreational. So 
healthcare spending, recreational vehicles. That's your RVs and uh, I guess your ATVs. That, I remember Obama pulled that one uh, a few times back in the day. Uh, and, and, of course, if you ask any of the RV dealers, they'll tell you that that's not happening. Uh, but some interesting numbers inside of it. Uh, we'll see what happens with all the revisions. But uh, it was all about that inflation data being a little weaker. Remember, tomorrow we'll get some more inflation numbers. Uh, but the Dow uh, up 100. The S&P's up 23. The NASDAQ's up 100, which... Um, you know, with news of Netflix yesterday, uh, but one of the other big group, the group of eight, Tesla, saying things aren't looking so well in 2024 uh, and reduced Tesla stock down 10%, uh, warning about slowdown in sales of electric vehicles. Uh, the 10 year note is down to 413. Crude oil uh, continuing to spike up another dollar here, $76. Brent crude at 81. Gold's higher, gold's up five. Silver's higher, silver uh, just below $23. And again, as we get closer to March, being diversified, there's a lot of wild cards. I mean, yesterday, the United States, let's see, we, we bombed Somalia. Remember, we had, there were some Navy SEALs. Uh, that died in an operation over there, uh, what I think it was over the weekend. Uh, we bombed uh, Yemen, and we were bombing in Iraq. Uh, I, I don't know. Again, Jason, uh, no war being declared, but we sure are uh, dropping a lot of bombs. And, and again, news out, Rand Paul uh, ranting about how all the Republicans uh, that – at least half or more of the Republicans, they don't care. They want to just spend a lot more money on war. Well, the uh, how big is that military budget, right? You know, you got to spend and inflate your way uh, so-called so out of the situation, then the military is the best way to spend. You can't, you're not going to spend it on Social Security. You know, you're not going to purposely spend it on the interest on the debt. Right, you know, you're not going to purposely just sprout a bunch of Medicare and Medicaid uh, recipients, but you can purposely pump the uh, the military budget up, and and so that's, you know, that's that's I think their only play here to try to, like I said, inflate and and spend their way into a into a new economy. That's I think that's the Fed's play. I think we got a lot of inflation coming, and they're just going to tell us it's okay, it's okay, as they as they continue to make it harder to buy essential items for the average guy joe yeah well and israel today said iran bombing in iran now is a legitimate target uh this this war creep uh just throw that's oh, just another log of why you want to be diversified here uh don't forget our buddies over at Y refi up to 10.25 percent fixed rates of return not correlated to wall street not correlated to the Fed, doesn't care about government spending, doesn't care uh, about debt, doesn't care about GDP or anything else. You'll know exactly what you're going to get every single month, month after month. Uh, you got to have a minimum of $50,000, but check them out. Invest, yrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. And Jason, you know, 
whether it be uh, what's going on in the Middle East as this thing continues to slowly expand uh, the GDP today, talking about the over-influence now of how much money of the federal government is starting to spend, and, and then the Fed uh, reiterating May 11th, or I'm sorry, March 11th, they're shutting down that the, the bank bailout facility program, and they got really worried. They got really worried about the amount of borrowing happening. Uh, and, of course, it was set up this way. But now the banks had decided, you know what, hey, why risk our money? Why loan it out? Well, we could just go to the bank lending facility and get free money from, from the Federal Reserve. They ended that. We'll see what the numbers look like. If it's still jumping by billions and billions and billions of dollars every single week, we got a problem, right? What the Fed basically did today, Jason, we should see that facility really go down to to really small, you know, because when it first started, you know, go back to, you know, it started in March of last year, right? It started out at, a you know, just under $100 billion, and it grew. But very small, hundred million, two hundred million, three hundred million a week. I mean, not not. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Still a ton of money, but not not really. It wasn't until this year that all of a sudden the facility started exploding, <clears throat> right? And as these as the ten year note fell, apparently the banks got to make more and more and more money. The lower the 10-year note was, uh, so we'll see. Hopefully, this thing goes back down. I mean, otherwise, uh, that'll signify that there's a bigger problem. Let's hope that isn't the case. I'm thinking the Fed feels confident that that won't be the case. Otherwise, they they wouldn't have said anything. Yeah, well, and I don't uh, – the interesting thing about the Fed is they they, – the last couple of years, they uh, kind of sheepishly kind of tell you the truth. They, 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 when they say they're going to do something, they do it. So you kind of have to believe that. But when they're observing what's going on, that's kind of where you, you don't know if you can believe what the Fed's saying. Because their observations, right. like, and they're always like, well, we'll see what the data says. We think this is what we're looking at. But we're going to watch the data as it goes. But when they say we're going to do something, they actually do do that. And so you kind of got to play that, the combination of do you believe with their yep. observations versus yep. what are they going to do. And and then we, by all accounts, are expecting the Federal Reserve to, at the next meeting, to talk about the winding down of quantitative tightening. So uh, the bank lending facility coming to an end. Uh, we, we think we're going to hear about the winding down of quantitative tightening. Now the only thing will be, Jason, what about rate cuts? When are they coming? And right now the data is saying they're not coming. I mean, 3.38. I mean, whether you believe the data or not, it's still 3.3. Jobless claims. Okay, now jobless claims, they got worse. But last week's number was incredible. Uh, this one, 214,000. That's still a great number. But any other period of time, 214,000 first-time jobless claims would be a really good number. Continuing claims, okay, it, it did shoot up, 
But again, off of, off of a low number, uh, and we just haven't seen it, have we? We haven't seen uh, the 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 real big factor, uh, which is jobs, saying that the Fed should be cutting rates. And I, I think that continuing claims is going to be the, the the more honest number there, Joe. Because, like I said, you know, you can't. I've said it. Every time you bring this number up, I say, well, you can't can't file a jobless claim if you lose one of your three jobs. You know, so that yeah. the numbers is, yeah. is, is it's crazy because in the in the years, uh, you know, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two, and when uh, employers just couldn't find employees. Uh, it, it made employers not want to fire people, I think, in 2023. When business was going down, things were getting slow. They're getting slower this year. The businesses aren't so fast to, to liquidate their 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 employment. But by cutting hours or, or hey, I, I got a part-time and I've got other part-time jobs, that's easy to do. But continuing jobless claims, that means people that are filing the jobless claims, which we get that number today, that's 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 the one, Joe. Like, hey, uh, not only did I file the the jobless claim, but I'm not getting anything to to replace it. So that that number gain, I can see that number gaining steam before the jobless claims do, Joe, for sure. Yeah, and we'll have to watch it again. It, it's something where we have a record number of Americans working multiple jobs. I mean, that's just kind of uh, you know how this economy has been going really since the the financial crisis. Uh, Microsoft today saying they're laying off nineteen hundred. Uh, we've been seeing uh, you know a, a, a good number of companies talking about slowdowns, layoffs. Uh, you know, Ford uh, with their electrical vehicles. Right? Hey, we're gonna we're gonna cut back. We're gonna lay some people off. We're gonna move some people. Uh, and then Tesla now coming out and saying, "Hey, things are slowing down already." And I mean, twenty twenty four is just starting. Here is something interesting. I, I and I saw this. And, and I, I'm going to have to find out. I'm going to ask some of my buddies. Uh, but apparently, the electric vehicles and your tires don't go together. According to uh, reports, people are having to replace the tires on their electric cars as early as as seven to ten thousand miles. I mean, normally, even you know, I don't want to say a crappy tire, but you know, most times you get you know forty, fifty thousand miles on a set of tires. Uh, but according to the data, uh, people are getting as little as seven thousand miles before having to replace the tires. Listen, the tires aren't cheap anymore. I mean, gosh, remember you can buy a tire for like $49. Uh, that's gone. I mean, uh, cheap tires now are a couple hundred bucks. And, th- and those are cheap ones. Uh, you know, easily can, you can easily spend well over $1,000 on, on a set of tires. And I'm not talking about the high-end tire. Just kind of the, the middle of the road. And according to uh, the, the, the tire companies themselves, Goodyear is admitting that, yes, for whatever reason, tire wear is 50% faster 
on the electric vehicles than they are on the gas vehicles. And, and Jason, you know, just another one of these factors. Uh, I have no idea why. I mean, people are speculating that maybe the way uh, the electric vehicle works for some, for some reason, uh, you don't get ty- good tire wear on these things. Yeah, that's interesting. I, the first thing I think of, because it's always friction and heat, so are their tires getting hotter for some reason? I, I don't know how the electric cars are made, but uh, if you have more heat, then the tires will wear off faster. They, the, the tires get hot, and then you drive on the road, and it just wears them down. That's interesting. You know, it's uh, just keep on finding reasons why we shouldn't you shouldn't get one of those cars right away and, and, until they're, uh, you know, how long have we had solar? We've had solar panels for years and years and years, even decades. But it hasn't been until recently that it's even considerable now. So I think with electric cars, you know, the, well, how long has the Toyota Prius been around? You know, that, it's just just not long enough. Maybe I, I I've never heard of that. I'll have to find a Prius. I never see had seen that. Tires. I thought that was nuts, and I'm like, okay, right, okay, some guy, I don't know, driving his car like an idiot, right, something like that. Uh, I I didn't report on it until Goodyear came out and said, you know, and they're admitting to 50%, right? Okay, so uh, 40,000 miles is now 20,000 miles, but this report, you know, some is less, you know, seven, but seven to 10,000, that's that's incredible and that's a that's a huge cost uh when factoring it in. And of course, you know, it's supposed to be greener and all that, well, you know, they're, they're, if you got to buy a brand new set of tires every single year, and again, uh, I, you know, I guess with an electric vehicle, you can keep it under 10,000 miles. But, yeah, I'll find out. I'm going to ask my buddies. I'll, I'll see if, if I can get any confirmation on that. It is kind of interesting. Uh, yeah. Crazy. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That's one great thing about gold; it doesn't wear out, right? No, no matter what you do, uh, you know, gold gold is so durable, right? It it doesn't uh, doesn't degrade in the elements. You know, you find these these shipwrecks, right? The it's been buried in the bottom of the ocean for two hundred years, and yet you know what? Yet you. You, you scrape off the, the, the crud and all that, and there it is, right? It, it, it completely unharmed, uh, does, doesn't wear out. It's kind of amazing. All the gold ever mined in the world. Get it all off the ocean, right? all the shipwrecks, all the gold in all the vaults in all of the world, right? Take it all out of Fort Knox and West Point and... Go to the COMEX, uh, go to the London Exchange, go to Shanghai. You go to India and take every piece of jewelry in all of India, all your wedding rings. You take it all, all the artwork. Take it out of the teeth of all the dead people because they don't don't use gold fillings anymore. And you take a basketball court, just a basketball, you know, the sun's. Take the Phoenix Suns basketball court. It wouldn't even be 100 feet high. That's all there is. I know it sounds, you know, you you think about Gold Rush, Parker Stobble, and uh, they dump out all this gold. I mean, it's not nearly as much as people think. 
uh, which is why it was easy, right, for the central bank to recall the gold in 1933 because they knew they could store it, right? Where, where you know, people don't realize it back back then. They actually wrote a law to take the silver as well. They were going to take both. And then somebody figured out, hey, wait a minute, <laughs> right? Silver, that, that, that's a much different animal. Uh, we, we, you'd have to take, you know, I always used to say, you'd have to take the state of Rhode Island, level the whole thing, and make it, uh, build a warehouse, and, and, and who knows, 100, 200 stories tall to store it all, right? I mean, it just, it wasn't practical. This is why, you know, when we build portfolios, because people always ask all the time, you know, well, how much gold should I have? How much silver should I have? And and Jason, I would always say, listen, an ounce of gold for every year you've been alive. That's a a good goal to achieve. You know, you got you, your wife, your kids, you know, you want to have an ounce of gold. Uh, every year you've been alive. If you're looking at how much silver, you know, and, and, and people love silver. Obviously, it's less expensive. It's more spendable, right? Uh, obviously, you know, gold, you know, over $2,000 an ounce, right? So, uh, and you want to have something, hey, if I need to, if all hell breaks loose, which nobody wants, but if it did happen, Right, you want to have uh, some silver on hand to, to trade with, right? Because let's face it, when all hell breaks loose, right, law and order kind of breaks down, and, and uh, you're going to have to deal with some unsavory people, right? So you you always want to have some some silver on hand. But uh, the the one thing I always tell everybody, you know, a million dollar a million dollars worth of gold. I used to tell people a million dollars worth of gold would fit in a shoebox. That's what I used to tell people. That's not true anymore. A million dollars worth of gold now will fit in your wife's purse with all her other crap in it. No offense, ladies. Uh, my wife, I, I love the fact that she's got all that stuff in there, right? Uh, whatever, you know, whatever I seem to need, my wife's got it in her purse. It, it's getting smaller and smaller, isn't it, Jason? As the price of gold continues to rise, right? A, a million dollars worth of gold fits in a lot smaller place. And, and you think about, you know, a million dollars worth of silver, man, you're going to need a, a a really big vault still to store it all. Yeah, silver's definitely bulkier. And, and, uh, and the thing is, is it's not because the gold is becoming more valuable. It's because the dollar is worth less and less. The gold and the silver uh, store of saving, this really is savings. I, I don't use the word investment with gold and silver that much because I think it leads people to, to believe that they're going to do something with their gold and silver that's not going to happen. There's a reason Wall Street doesn't buy tons of gold. It's because they can't manipulate it and work it and, and and profit from it in huge ways. You know, it's very you know it's slow, it's cumbersome. It's uh, you know when you're saving money, when you're, you're building your four hundred one k, if that's what you're into, uh, it takes years and years and years and years and years and years before you have something there that's worthwhile. Gold is, I think, a little faster and a little more honest, better. You know, no t- penalties, taxes, fees as as much as the the four hundred one k, and it's it's and it's 
it's great. It just does its job, and you don't, you know, if if you're buying gold and it gets boring. I mean, even Joe and I were talking this morning about which product to sell because there's not a whole lot of different things that we sell. I mean, there's a lot of ways to buy it and sell gold and silver, but it's supposed to be it's supposed to be boring. It's not supposed to be exciting because if it was exciting, uh, uh, you know, that's what gambling is. Why do you think everyone at the casinos are having so much fun? Well, because you, you have a chance of losing it all, right? Gold is not going to lose at all. There's, as, as long as you're holding it, it doesn't lose. It doesn't. You can't lose it all. There's no gambling. It's saving. So, yeah, I, I like I like when you talk about how all you, you need. You know, five hundred dollars for an ounce of gold, a thousand dollars for an ounce of gold, fifteen hundred dollars for an ounce of gold, two thousand dollars for an ounce of gold. And it's like, oh my gosh, my gold is so it's getting so valuable. No, it's still one cow, one ounce of gold. It's been that way for a long time, right, Joe? And and that's that's why a sophisticated or somebody who understands gold, that's why you keep stacking it up. And gold, Joe made the point. Gold is just e- it's just more easily storable. It's you can you can really put it, it's a store of value. Silver is too, but yeah, you you gotta. You got to be a little more smart when it comes to silver storage. You know, it, it takes up a lot more space. You know, for sure. Yeah, I mean, a uh, million dollars of silver, okay, just to give you an idea, about three thousand pounds, right? So you're, you're going to need a, a a pretty heavy duty forklift uh, to do it with. You know, you're you're talking about, uh, you know, sixty, almost sixty eight cases green monster boxes uh each one of those things weighs over 42 pounds uh but i just did some quick math when when i first started you know go back 20 over 20 years ago a million dollars i said would fit in a shoebox and and gold uh when you buy a a roll of silver eagles there's 20 in a roll well gold 20 dollar gold pieces we've got a, a a tube a plastic tube uh, that 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 we put them in when you buy you know twenty of them at a time. You used to have to have a hundred and sixty seven of those plastic tubes for a million dollars. Today you get it done in just twenty two. Uh, just tells you how portable a million dollars worth of gold really is. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason here on this Thursday. GDP uh, bigger than expected, three point three percent, led by soaring cost of health care and government spending and recreational vehicles. That that's kind of uh, the and, and no reduction in inventory. Uh, kind of the big four there that was pretty much most of, of, of GDP growth. Shares of Humana, uh, the big insurer, just getting hammered right now as they full year guidance for 2024, half of what Wall Street was expecting. Uh, Humana saying that uh, health care costs, Jason, get ready. Uh, they're going to have to go a lot higher. They said that uh, everything's just costing more. The cost uh, of, of providing health care is just overwhelming them, and they, they expect uh, this to continue throughout 2024 as well. Uh, so, again, uh, th- this 
And Jason has said it before. Inflation, the way they count it, they're going to tell you it's under control. It isn't, and it's going to have an effect. That's why we keep telling you, get this gold put away today. $5 liberties. So we did $5 Indians last week. Uh, We've done $10 liberties, $20 liberties. These are the $5 liberties. Uh, the quarter ounce, a little more, you know, this is, uh, you know, when you're bartering here, this, this may be something you use, you know, for, for, for a generator, or maybe, uh, you're, you're gonna, uh, buy, uh, some type of, uh, of engine or something like that. This, this little bigger type purchases for, uh, in case you need to have it. Five dollar liberties. One through Nineteen five seventy five twenty or more at five hundred and seventy at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So Jason, uh, news out of Humana, fifty percent reduction in, in healthcare premiums. I mean, they skyrocketed. And Humana is saying, hey, that's not going to be enough. Get ready for more increases in 2024. Yeah, insurance uh, as a whole, I think, is just going to keep more expensive. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. Uh, I think the insurance companies are, are seeing some some dark clouds for sure, Joe. Uh, I talked briefly about my homeowner's insurance. I made that phone call, figured out that the company that's representing me just, they don't just want, they just don't want to be in Colorado anymore. So they're just throwing the rates as sky high as they can. It's like, well, we'll collect it from you, but we're, feel, we're, we're figuring out that this is probably going to be something you don't want to do, and you'll find somebody else. So why wouldn't you want to expand? Anytime something contracts, you know there's a problem. Why would an insurance company not want to be in Colorado? Now, I get there's laws and things of that nature, but uh, that, that shows problems. You know, I, If you ever hear McDonald's doesn't want to be in Colorado, that's not something wrong with Colorado. That's something wrong with McDonald's, right, Joe? That's uh, McDonald's, Walmart. They're not going anywhere. They're growing, growing, growing at all costs. So uh, insurance companies, I think, are, are preparing for something, Joe. It's a very uh, – t- take, right? take I mean, heed, I guess. Yeah, it makes sense, right? People could you know, possibly understand, okay, Florida. Okay, well, Florida gets hit with hurricanes, right? Uh, California, well, California, they don't really get hit with hurricanes and stuff, but it's California, right? I mean, they're, they're, they're nuts there to begin with, right? I mean, people can kind of understand that, but, but this is everywhere. I don't care if it's homeowner's insurance, car insurance, health insurance, right? It, it is eating up. Such a, and, and remember now, health insurance. Now, for the guy that, hey, when you're working for the man, right, maybe you're working for the big company, yeah, your, your rates are going up, but you're probably saying, well, it's not that bad. Yeah, okay, it went up, but it was like $50, right? And, you know, okay, yeah, it sucks, but it wasn't too bad. But let's face it, all of us guys that are small business owners out there, it's crazy. The increases. I mean, it's not uncommon to be all of a sudden you go and at the end of the year and they're telling you, hey, it's another three, four hundred dollars a month more. Car insurance. I mean, car insurance, you're you're talking about 20, 30, something like 40 percent increases on car insurance. 
right? Homeowners insurance, like Jason, now homeowners insurance. I mean, that used to be pretty reasonable. Uh, huge increases in, in homeowners insurance. And these are things, right, Jason, that, that don't go away, right? These are, hey, that, that's just extra money. At the end of the day, you know, there's people just in insurance cost alone are paying an extra three, four, five, six hundred dollars a month. You know, that that adds up real fast. And think about what homeowners insurance is telling you, too, because, you know, a replacement, you know, your house burns down. You know, replacement is a certain amount, right? But at the time that the house burns down, to the the end of getting the house rebuilt, prices could be going up during that course. I think insurance companies are probably they're probably losing because oh well I got yeah well I got they got replacement value and they're like okay this house should cost seven hundred thousand dollars to rebuild or whatever. And then they get, you know, whatever many months it takes to get the thing done. It's like, wait a minute, how can this is $850,000? What happens? Well, the builders, you know, the the lumber here and this cost and doorknobs and nails and everything just went up during the course. And I think that's how fast things are going up. Insurance companies have to price in, hey, how long is it going to take to get this house built? How much more expensive from the beginning to the end is it going to cost you? Yeah, and especially when they do those types of increases, and then announce, oh, by the way, uh, we're cutting or slashing our earnings estimates in half for 2024. That's not a good sign. Pick the Radio News Hour, final segment when we return. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Pick Radio News Hour, wrapping up this Thursday, $5.00. Gold Liberties, the old ones, 1866 to 1907. You know why we like them. You can buy them, sell them, trade them. You don't have to worry about uh, giving out your Social Security numbers and 1099s and any of that stuff. It's the most private way uh, to own gold. Great way to hand down wealth as well. $5 U.S. Liberties, uh, quarter ounce 1 through 19, 575, 20 or more at 570, at 800, 951, 0592. Uh, that's $11,400 if you buy 20 of them. Uh, and Jason, uh, as we sit here and we start looking at uh, what's going on, uh, we... we when we saw this great GDP number, you, you, we, we, really what you want is you want to see that it's mostly driven by the consumer, right? That, that, that's what you want to see. Uh, instead, what we saw was a number uh, driven by health care costs, government spending, and the fact that businesses uh, had more inventory than, than people were expecting, I think that's probably why Wall Street looked at that number and said, eh, you know, not, not really that, not as good as, as it really looks. Uh, and, and again, the one thing, though, I think that's going to be consistent, the government's not stopped spending. That, I mean, that's the one thing that, that I think that, uh, a lot of people that are hoping that this inflation problem goes away, uh, you know, the, the government just seems insistent on spending more and more money. Just There's just no end to it. Yeah, the spending is, there's a lot of pressure there. So we'll, uh, once again, we'll see how things progress the next few weeks and months because uh, I, I don't see how they could spend less. 
in, in their situation they're in, especially when the uh, the interest on the debt is, is a monster that's going to keep growing faster. So they, they have to spend more. And I think, in, well, look at yesterday. You, I think inflation is their way out. They're going to try to inflate their way out of this thing. We had to sell $61 billion yesterday of five-year notes. Another disaster. One of the worst tales ever matching the record high from 2021. And, and of course, uh, all the records now seemingly uh, been in the last three years here. Uh, the bid to cover, really ugly, down to 23 well below average. Uh, the last month was was uh, at two and a half. Uh, the internals were even worse. Dealers were left holding over twenty percent of this auction. So again, a, a clear sign that this reverse repo is going to be out of money uh, come the end of March. Uh, in these ugly auctions like this, Jason, I think this is something now we we, we can say uh, this is definitely the trend now. This isn't, oh, well, it's just an aberration. This is a, a one-off. No, this is now the new normal, and it's going to get very interesting what that's going to look like when the reverse repo's out of money. Yeah, I'd like to know who's buying any treasuries right now, right? Who's who's buying any treasuries right now? I guess maybe there's some out there that actually think the rates are going to go down and stay down. So I guess this is your chance to buy high. But I don't know how many are falling into that trap right now, Joe. I, I don't know. Not enough. 800-951-0592. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.